0: Welcome to the Design Your Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Marilyn Blair. Let me be your positive light to help you reach your highest potential and put you in an empowered frame of mind every episode. It's time to get excited for our lives and be in charge of designing our happiness every single day. Let's go. Welcome back to the Design Your Happiness Podcast. Today's episode is going to be extra raw, and extra blunt. And it's because as much as we need inspiration, the only way to truly design your happiness and our dreams in life is to start taking action. I'm going to be giving you eight key steps to leading an amazing life that you need to start doing to live the life that you want. But before I get into that, let's start the show with two quotes of the day. So this first one Happiness comes a lot easier when you stop complaining about your problems and you start being grateful for all the problems you don't have. And our second quote, maturity is when you stop complaining and making excuses and start making changes. And that's by Roy T. Bennett. So I just finished watching the 10 episodes of the Last Dance Sports miniseries documentary on ESPN Live. And it's about Michael Jordan's rise to success with his incredible team, the Chicago Bulls. And after I watched it, it just, it really hit a trigger in my soul that in order to be great, we must always be taking action to achieve that great, that greatness. Because do you think that Michael Jordan and the rest of the Chicago Bulls complained about how hard they had to work to win six championships? Or did they work their asses off at all costs to win? Would you watch a team who constantly complained? Would you be inspired by someone who constantly complained? Would you listen to an inspirational coach or a podcast of those who constantly complained? No. The answer is no, you wouldn't listen to any of those people because complaining is equals negative energy filled with no action. We don't like being around that. We love being uplifted and being around positive people who are taking action in their life. And so when I watched The Last Dance, I felt so inspired to understand Michael Jordan and his team's work ethic and what they were willing to do to achieve everything they wanted to Achieve as a team and to win those championship games because that just takes a whole nother mindset to achieve, you know, and the work ethic that they had to create to be able to do that and to dominate. And so, going back, there was one game in particular that I just felt so inspired by. So, on June 11, 1997, Michael Jordan actually battled through food poisoning in game five of the NBA finals against Utah Jazz, which is known as the flu game. So the night before they're in Utah and Michael Jordan was really hungry. He was like, I'm so hungry. I need to eat. And there was only one place that was open. It was a pizza place. So he ordered a pizza. And the personal, his personal trainer was the one who accepted it at the door. And, you know, his personal trainer actually had a really bad feeling about him eating this pizza. And Michael Jordan ate the whole pizza by himself. You know, no one else had a piece. And then he ended up getting really bad food poisoning from it. And, you know, he was hooked up to an IV. Doctors came like it was it was a really serious. And but he wanted to play in that game. And everyone, you know, was nervous about him playing. But he said, I'm I'm going to play. And he came to the game and journalist Aaron Dodson wrote that with the series tied two to two, there was no chance Jordan would miss game five, even when illness broke him down heading into the road contest in the Salt Lake City. In the beginning of the game, Jordan appeared weak and out of place, allowing the Jazz to build a 16 point lead in the first quarter. Then Jordan began showing flashes of his normal self, exploding for 17 points in the second quarter alone. And although at every stoppage in play, it looked like the illness was going to overcome Michael. But as ill as Jordan was, however, it didn't keep him from balling out. And he helped his team to victory in Chicago's 90-88 to 88 win. The ailing Jordan recorded an unbelievable 38 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, and 1 block, including a 3-pointer with less than a minute left that gave the Bulls a lead they did not relinquish. Michael Jordan said, I almost played myself into passing out. I came in and I was almost dehydrated and it was all just to win a basketball game. I couldn't breathe and my energy level was really low. Michael Jordan was at his weakest and had that terrible food poisoning, but he didn't complain and he decided not to sit out. He didn't, he went into the game giving everything he could because of his determination to win. He helped his team to victory and they won a game they could have lost if Michael didn't bring his best to that cane, even with food poisoning. A game where he was hooked up to an IV at one point. I'm not saying that in life you need to be like Michael Jordan. I'm just saying why Michael Jordan is such a great inspiration and how incredible his work ethic was. He would work out before games and after games in the summer when people would slack off. He was still working hard and he would never tell anyone on his team to do something that he wouldn't do himself. He worked hard to be great. And if you want to be great in your life, and you want a certain lifestyle, and you want to achieve greatness, you have to work to build your mindset to a powerful one and take action to live the life of your dreams. Now, here are my eight key steps to living an extraordinary life. Number one, stop complaining and stop making excuses. Stop this negative, never-ending cycle. There is a big difference between venting and complaining. If you need to vent about something that has happened to you, please do it. Let it out. If there is a big trauma or pain in your life that you need to work on getting through, then you need to get through it. Hire a therapist. Go to a personal development seminar. Hire a coach to help you work through that trauma. But you need to learn to let that pain go. You need to learn from it and let it go in order to live the best life you want for yourself. I'm not saying it will be easy. It's going to be extremely hard, but you have to in order to move forward from your life. And I'll be honest with you. I've had my own fair share of pains in my life. You know, my parents went through a terrible divorce. I lost my father. He abandoned our family. And that was a really hard time in my life and it was so traumatizing. But I needed to move forward in my life. I couldn't hold on to that pain. I couldn't resent that person that left me. I needed to be there for my mom. She needed a co-parent, not just a daughter. And I wanted to be a certain type of person. I wasn't going to let that traumatic experience break me. So, And there's other things that I've been through. We all have had trauma in our lives. There's no competition. But We all need to get through it. We can't hold on to it. And maybe there's things in your life that you'll never be able to let them go, but you have to. You have to be able to move forward in your life if you really want to be happy. If you really want to have the best life that you could ever have, you need to find a way and you need to stop complaining about things, if there's certain things you want to change, or if you're so unhappy in a relationship or you're tired of certain people, then you need to let those people go. If there's something you need to vent to a family member about or your significant other, do that. Let things out of your system so you don't need to hold on to it. But once you decide you're ready to make changes That's when you stop complaining and stop making excuses for yourself. Stop saying, oh, I'm going to do this then or yeah, I know I need to work on this. No, do it now. Stop complaining now and stop making excuses. Figure out what you need to do to move forward in your life so you can start making positive changes for yourself To live the life that you deserve. We can't stay in that, in our past, in this prison of pain. We need to be happy. We deserve to be happy. So we have to let that pain go. Number two, be grateful. Be grateful for all you do have instead of focusing on what you don't have. There are so many things that we have in our lives to be grateful for, no matter who you are, no matter the pain you are experiencing in your life. Think of all of the positives you have. So, for example, for me, I have all of my senses. I am so grateful to have all of my senses or that I have a community of support of loved ones that I've built or the family that I had. Even though my father left, you know what the positive is? I had a mother who stayed. I have my sister. I have such a small family, but they mean everything to me. And they were the ones who stuck around in my life. And when I realized I always wanted a big family, you know what I did? I learned to become uncomfortable and make as many friends as possible. And my friends have become my family. So just focus on what you have to be grateful for. You have food on the table. You have a house to live in. You have books that you're able to read, movies you can watch, songs that you can sing to put you in a good mood. You know, like we just, there's so much to be grateful for that we have an other day of life. Those are all things to be grateful for. And when you put yourself in a grateful state of mind, you will always be able to look at the glass as half full. Stop looking at it as half empty. There's always going to be things to be grateful for, no matter what you're going through. And sometimes it's hard to see that when you're going through pain, but you have to try. We have to get ourselves out of our own rut. So continue to be in a grateful state of mind. Write everything down that you're grateful for. And the more positives and pros you see on that list of all you do have compared to someone who doesn't have that, you will be so much happier by focusing on that. Number three. Make a plan for your life to start taking action for positive changes that you desire in your life. So make that plan. Think of everything that you want in your life that you wanna happen, whether that be you're tired of your job and you want a new job, then start applying for new jobs. It might be hard right now during the pandemic, file for unemployment, but do something, but you can still apply for other jobs or think of new projects that you wanna work on. New hobbies, you know, just think of certain things that you want in your life and start working towards making that happen. Let's stop talking and let's start taking action. Number four, follow your plan of good new habits every single day. We need to be in repetition of all the good habits that we want and want to have in our life. The only way we will be able to succeed and have the things we want is if we constantly and consistently Work towards getting those things. So follow your plan. That is your ticket and your map to getting you where you want to be. And when it gets hard, you'll still look at it. And it will remind you, why are you, you working so hard to get where you want? Because this is what you want for yourself and for your life. So you have to follow that plan. Number five, give to others. When you give your time by listening, by giving money to someone in need, or even complimenting somebody else, when you are giving, that automatically puts you in a better mood. And when we give, we are putting that out to the universe that we also want to receive. Every time you give, you will receive. So just try to do that. You can try to do things that put you in that uplifted mindset just by giving. The next one, number six, watch who you spend your time with. In order to truly grow and stay in a positive mindset, you need to be around people who uplift you instead of bring you down. And those who have certain energy that just you want to be around them. You feel empowered after you hang out with them or you listen to them. Those are the people you should still hang out with. If you're hanging out with someone or even just talking to them on the phone and you feel drained, that's a sign that you need to walk away from that person or spend less time with them. Because we end up you know, we are who we hang out with and that energy affects us dramatically. If I hang out with someone that's extremely negative for me, I it, it drains my energy and I would have rather hung out by myself. I'd rather be alone than hang out with someone who constantly complains or is negative. So, You need to do the same for yourself. You need to watch who you hang around. You need to be around people that uplift you. And that could include listening to other podcasts that uplift you or reading books that uplift you. We need to do what uplifts us to get our mindset right so we can grow and have all the things that we want. And number seven, you need to love yourself. When you truly love yourself and you focus on all the positives of what you love about you, you'll learn to stop settling for less than you deserve. And that's in relationships and in your life, which will lead you to, to stop complaining because you'll stop putting up with your own bullshit and you're stopping putting up with other people's bullshit. We need to love ourselves completely and understand what it is we truly want to have in our lives and we will learn to respect ourselves to give us what we really, really want. And number eight, just start. Just start. Things don't have to be perfect with what you want, whether it's your plan or just starting something new just start. You don't have to wait for things to be perfect. If there's something you've been wanting to do for the past five or 10 years, stop making excuses for yourself. Just start. Just do it because there is no time like right now. We are not promised tomorrow. So all we can do with the time that we have is to just start. So, please just do whatever it is that you want to do in your life that brings you happiness and start right now. So, please remember the eight key steps that I just told you to live an extraordinary life. So, remember the first one stop complaining and stop making excuses. Number two, be grateful for all you have. Three, make a plan for your life. Four, Follow your plan of good new habits every single day. Five, give to others. Six, watch who you spend your time with. Seven, love yourself. And eight, just start. If you follow these, I promise you, you are on your way to living the life of your dreams and you will just be so much happier when you just make this plan for yourself right after you finish listening to this podcast. I want you to be as happy as possible and do what it is you want to do in your life that makes you happy. And I sometimes we need someone to be blunt with us. I want to inspire you, but I want to help you realize what you do need to do and things that we have to stop doing. I had to do this for myself too. I had to stop being around certain people. I had to learn, you know, it's all this work through personal development. I had to break through things too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope this really inspired you and spoke to your soul because it's true. We need to do this together. You're not alone. I am with you in this and I am not telling you to do something that I myself haven't done and that I'm not also working on myself. I am. I am working on myself. So I wouldn't tell you to do something unless I was doing it. So let's stop complaining and start taking action to live the life of our dreams. Thank you so much for joining me on the Design Your Happiness podcast. I appreciate you for listening and I hope you feel inspired. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your loved ones. I hope you have a beautiful day and get excited to design your happiness.